welcome back to the third episode of The Real Wedding Planners of the MKE. This is Amanda. Hey, I'm Kim. And we are here again this week to talk to you a little bit about your wedding planning, wedding bliss, and basically just to get you through your this, these next couple your of life, months. Yeah, your life, <laughs> your entire life. It's only episode three. We'll get better, don't worry. Small baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. Amanda, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh my gosh, I don't like to swear online. <laughs> it's um, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Let's just not yet. hold your horses. Okay, well, in the wedding world, this beautiful time of year, thanks, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and even Christmas is what we like to call engagement season. Oh, if you could see her face right now, you would want to vomit. That's what I do. I'm clapping. She's quitting. No, so this is the time of the year where everyone decides to be that they want to spend the rest of their lives with their loves. And some people like to combine Christmas gifts with engagement, engagement rings. And. Uh, all the families around. So actually, it really is a great time to get engaged because your family's here, two birds, one stone. Bam, done. Engaged, everyone can see it. Yep. Because when you do get that rain, it is really it is really a nice time. It is. It's exciting. Yeah. So let's talk about some challenges with the holiday season because um, we've seen that well, in, our, in our lives. Here's the thing, family. Ugh. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Not all of them are the worst. I have a lovely family. Yeah. Here's okay. If you are single during the holidays, God bless your soul. If you are just getting engaged, if you are, excuse me, if you are together in a committed uh, relationship, God bless your soul. May you rest in peace. If you just got engaged, God bless you because you are going to need it. Because during the holidays is when you are going to get so many questions. And, you know, if you are single, you're always going to be asked, oh, are you dating anyone? Um, you know, what is going on with this person or that person who they saw you with last month? Yeah, you're going to have, that's a whole other channel of podcasts. Yeah, we don't do that podcast, so. <laughs> We've lived that. Yes. And we may live that again someday, but. <laughs> so say you're, you're, you're at, you know, your grandma's for Thanksgiving. And your aunt's there, and you know, you know the one. <laughs> Everyone has her. a crazy aunt. Everyone has one. Or a couple. And she starts asking you about your venue and your cake and your this and your that. You've been engaged for about a week. Yeah. And she's got all of these opinions. Well, okay, back up here. First okay. of all, she's not going to be the only one who asks. Everyone's going to ask because that's the, I think naturally that is the first thing that people do. They, that is sort of how they express their happiness for you and they want to be involved as far as just knowing what you're doing. Um, so you have to cut people a little bit credit here. Sure. Give them some credit. But when it gets to be the eighth, 12th time and when aunt Mary decides to say to you, well, let me tell you how you're supposed to do this. Right. And she got married in 1967. And she wants to have pictures <laughs> with the flowers all around the veil. And, I mean, on the train. On the train. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. You know how I feel about the bouquets on the train. Kim does not like that. I don't like it. She's going to post a picture on our Facebook page later. Of, I don't of, like of, it. Of what she does not like. My friend Brooks has a saying, and that is, if you put the bouquets on the train, the terrorists win. 
<laughs> and that's how I feel about that photo. Okay, she has never told me this before. I haven't told you that? No. Oh, it's true. Okay. Wow, I don't even know how can... It's true. They do. They win. So just move on. There you move on. All right, so... So they all have opinions. They all want to tell you the way that they think it should be done. And they all think that your budget is either too high or too low or ridiculous. Or unlimited. Or unlimited. Or they think you should DIY everything. Or they think you should not DIY anything. So how do you handle that kind of stuff? Well, this is what my suggestion is to people. It depends number one how much you actually want to get into it um and if you and okay so your aunt comes up and she does say all this stuff in some people are generally okay with talking about it then go for it just go nuts and this is all about you try to keep it all about you because it is i mean ah no i take that back they basically when people talk about what they did on their wedding day what they want to hear is how great that was and how amazing it was and how that's something that you guys would even consider so to be gracious and to be nice and if you want to be eloquent and just you know you can say thank you so much you know that's something that we will definitely consider that's a good line the other option that i tell people is just lie <laughs> well that's better than my advice which is going to be switch the topic to the election uh, <laughs> Okay, do well, not I, do that. I'm just do saying, not do that. If you don't want to talk about it, okay, it's a that's really... fine. I get it, but I mean, there that you just went from highs to lows there. <laughs> I'm getting anxiety right now just from that. Okay, so but they're gonna bring it back. Yeah, they will because it's a nice neutral topic for happy families to talk about because weddings are times that bring people together, no matter who you voted for. Oh, so, um, also you say aunt. Yes, I do say aunt. You're very proper. Well, I because ants are what you stand, step on. I say aunt. Well, I'd step on ants, and I, I have much more respect for I my aunts, and I, I would never step on them. I didn't know you called them aunts. Well, I'm an aunt. I'm Auntie Mandy. Oh, you are Auntie Mandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought that's... Okay. Well, Sidetracked. All right. Anyway, so I will sidebar. continue saying aunt, because that is Okay, how I so believe. your crazy aunt wants oh, to Lord talk Andy. to you about... About, um, let's pick a subject. Let's pick a subject that would be something that brides would get hammered with. Well, they want to know what's the date. What's the date? Okay. When's the date? So yeah. before, yeah, so what's the date? Where's it going to be? Um, and some families, you know, they're going to ask you, where are you getting married? And then, you know, have you talked to any of the caterers? Who are your vendors? And blah, blah, blah. That stuff is too detailed that you can definitely tell people we aren't there yet because they should respect that. I think that what you and your fiance need to be doing ahead of time is get on the same page. Yep. So that you can get the same answers. Yes. Because then it is going to be, you know, let's just make a game plan. When are we getting married? You're going for the lie route. We're like, we're thinking about February of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Always, unless you absolutely do have a date picked out, give them a general time frame and and here's a good line. We're not sold on any particular date because we have to talk to the venues. Yeah, and the venues, man, they can be, mm, they, uh, those dates book up. Yeah, they do. But yes, and then where they ask you where you're going to get married, just if you do already know that, so that you can have say that we're, we're most likely, don't ever make it sound like you are putting anything in stone unless you know for sure that it's set in stone. Because like then you'll the, be held. Um, I to like it. the we're not there yet. That's that's a really good way to let people know that 
um, it's none of their business in a nice way. The other thing, yes. And then when they're looking at your reading, they start doing that. Ask them how they got engaged. Ask yeah. them their engagement story. That's the bait and switch. That That's much better than saying anything about their elections. <laughs> Kim, you shame on you. Ask them how they got married. You guys, you should see Amanda in action. She is a master deflector. <laughs> so her advice is always going to go on just skip to Malou around everything. Dazzle them with your smile and your sweetness and they'll go away. You know those meetings that you sometimes have in the boardroom and you leave and then you don't even know what the meeting was about? <laughs> I hate those because I'm like, I go in there and I'm like, let's get this done, this done, this done. When I mean this is, but I know exactly how to just talk people up, make them feel good. And then they're like, oh, they, they feel good, but they have no idea what we talked about. Right. Yeah, so, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. At the, at the Ask them about how they got engaged and if um, you're aunt mary or whatever her name is has never been married because she has cats or whatever ask her about her new cat or ask her about how grandma got married or you know somebody somebody's had to get married you know i know why or someone's had to have some kind of something because you're alive ask them to get out old wedding albums and go through the photos now that's only if you're really desperate if you really want. well but it 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 is it is interesting and that's like an hour or two like yeah you can burn through at least an hour and then you can't say oh i really like that that's something to consider yeah that's something to consider Thank you. We'll put it on the list. But you are so right that you need to talk to your fiance prior to to the day because what will happen otherwise is you'll get there and he'll start telling everyone you're having, you know, a barn wedding (laughs) and you're just going to have a half barrel off the back of the truck. And meanwhile, Aunt Mary (laughs) is preparing for, you know, a high mass yeah. at Saint Mary of our Mother of Right, exactly. So religion. Yeah, just get on and the, get on the same page. Get on the same page. At least narrow it down to we're thinking of these places we're checking out with them, we're checking in with them. Yeah, and but like, we're not there. Right. Yet. And if you're gonna yeah. lie, you guys are gonna go down together. Yeah. And that's right. gonna be the first big thing that you're gonna to have to do as a couple is <laughs> defend or deflect this lie. Right. So there you go. So lie and talk about the election. That's pretty No, much. not the election. Talk about how grandma got married. Love is it love at first All right. sight. All right. Okay. Ugh, we wanted it to be a happy time. Well, sure. Okay. So we got a letter or an email. Yeah. We got an email. We got a Facebook message. And it's one that um, I think that I think you're going to get pretty passionate about. Oh, boy. And... And I, and I do, too, because... It's not the kissing under the veil, because that's my second most hated photo. What are your top three? Top five, hated. Top five? Top five, hated. Um, okay, bouquets See, on the train I just want to let you know, one. if we were talking about weddings, and I just deflected it, and I just asked her all these different <laughs> all these different things to tell me about before I go to this question. Okay. Take note. Number one, bouquets on the train. <laughs> Terrorists. Terrorists. Okay. Number two... The picture of the bridal party jumping. Oh. Why are they jumping? <laughs> I mean. Why? I, I honestly cannot give you a okay. They're jumping for joy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number three. The picture of the matchy-matchy bridesmaids sitting on the bed. Like getting ready? Yeah. But they are getting ready. No. It, these are posed pictures. The, the people like specifically ask for. Is it for, sort of like the mannequin challenge where like, they're like. Yeah. Like where they all want to sit on the bed and pretend like they're all sitting on the bed giggling and drinking champagne and like this magically happened. If you guys have these pictures, those are, that's one is perfectly acceptable. No, it's not. Because that never happens. It does happen sometimes. It never happens. I have had a wedding where it has happened. Anyways. 
number three. Number four. Number four. Okay. Did I do Kissing Under the Veil? Because okay. I think that's coming in right now. Yeah. Kissing okay. Under the Veil. But what if they really do? If that really happens... Well, no, they can't because that's not even part of the ceremony because the dad takes the veil and unveils the... No, he uh, he lifts the, um, right, the he first lifts part it. of the veil. Right. But they keep the veil on oh, usually the, until that's the reception. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who does that? Not, I've... They do it. Mm. Okay. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to take it back. I'm going to move... Was that number four or number that five? That was number four. Okay, can I move that one to number five and then replace number four? You can. Okay. This one you're going to agree with me on. See. The photo of the guy looking at his ring, pretending to be surprised while his groomsmen stand around and act oh. like girls. Okay, if you do that photo, your man card should be revoked. Okay, I don't... How many of those have you taken, though? I've probably taken three or four. And each time, a little part of me died. <laughs> and when people ask me for that photo or ask me in my former life, I'd say... If you want it. <laughs> Kim, you're Can we do that photo? You know, he's looking at the ring. If you want it. Well, here's my question. Though. Who asked for Is it the groom who does it or is it never, the bride? Never. Okay. I've never had a groom ask for it. Always the bride. So the bride is is controlling and micromanaging the whole. Correct. Okay. And the groomsmen are in there and they're like, eh, we got, he's just like, I got to do it. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And those would be my top five. There's more, but let's go with those. Okay. Um, but going back to the matter at hand. Okay. So our... Oh, our letter. Who's it from? Uh, let me find out as my computer just decided to... Where'd it go? Oh, it's oh, from Joey. It uh, well, it's from Broke and Bayview. Oh, Broke and Bayview. Right. So, dear Kim and Amanda, thank you so much for starting this podcast. I really appreciate your candid answers and how much fun you two seem to have. Can I just tell you that whoever writes this letters or in your or messages, thank you so much for being so complimentary. <laughs> it just, you know, puffs us up a little mm-hmm. bit. And then we get better Especially advice. Amanda, because then she's just going to flatter you even more. It's deflecting. Brooke in. No, broke. Oh, bro. Oh, broke in, in Bayview. Bayview. Not Brooke. Well, maybe. This is why I read the letters. Okay, so here's the deal. This is, we're getting on with the letter here. Okay. So thank you so much. We love you. You guys are great. So here's the deal. We are getting married, but are broke. Well, not broke, but on a huge budget. How big of a deal is it to have our friend be the DJ and my sister do the wedding photography? She is also in the wedding, but says that she would step, step down for this. We would be saving a ton of money, but I don't want anybody to not have fun. What are your thoughts? Sincerely, Broken Bayview. Well, here's what I want you to know. There's only two things you need to have a wedding in Wisconsin. What are those? You need $110 and a witness. That's all you need. You don't even need someone to marry you. In this state, you can get married without an officiant. So, can you do a wedding on a budget? Absolutely. Can you do it without a DJ or a professional photographer? Of course. But here's what you gotta know, broke, broke, broke bride. you and your hubby-to-be need to sit down and you need to make a list. And I would say sit near each other when you make it, but don't let each other see it. And what you want to do is make a list of the things that are... What's the word? Um, most important Most you. important. Like, what's a deal breaker? What's a deal breaker for you? Is the deal breaker for you is not to have a professional photographer 
then you need to list it. So what you guys need to do is make your make your deal breaker lists. Now, please expect that the grooms will probably be something like, I want to have craft beer at right. the reception. Don't expect that his are going to match yours in terms of emotional emotionalness, if that makes sense. So once you make that list, you can turn to each other and then you can start to budget because if you absolutely positively want that $3,000 photographer and you have a $7,000 budget, you can do it. I think I agree with you. And I think there are a lot of unknowns in this because I'd always like to ask more questions. I, the other thing is that you, what are your expectations? And that's sort of what you just said too. Are your expectations to have a sit down? Do you want the whole thing? Is that why you're doing it? Are you almost trying so hard that you, when I say the whole thing, do you want the sit down dinner, the DJ, the photography? Do you want it, but just for cheap? And the thing is, it's like when you do this, and I've talked to some weddings who's done this, but usually, um, especially the DJ thing, you know, yes, you can go without one, but then you have to make sure that there are other things that are involved. Number one, you need an MC. Right. You need to make sure somebody is going, this person's going to show up. Because I've also had Cousin Dave, who said he was going to be the DJ, not show up. Right. Or get drunk. Get drunk the, at the bar. Get drunk. Yeah. In the middle of I mean, if you are having a backyard barbecue wedding. Yeah, well, that's fine. Then fine. No, you don't need a DJ. But you do need someone who's going to tell people when it's time to eat dinner. Yeah, and, if you're at the Hyatt downtown yeah. or at the Art Museum or the Fister or something like that, yes, you do need, I would strongly suggest... Yeah. having a professional DJ. Right. Well, I mean, I think that you should have professional everything just because it's just goes so much smoother and they're paid to do this. But the expectations of these people, so for Cousin Dave to do it, you know, yeah, he, thank you very much for being able to do it. We really want you to, to do this if he offers. Um, however, we want to make sure that this goes well and we prefer that you don't start drinking until after the first dances or something along those lines or just... Set some requirements. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go the other route. Okay. Nobody who comes to your wedding that has to work is going to have fun. Nobody. No, that's true. Nobody. No, and they might... So, they might... They will lie to you and say they yeah. did, but they will not have fun. Because it's going to be a lot more work than they expected it to be right. prior to and during, and then they have to clean up afterwards. And, you know, they say it's going to be <laughs> all, no big deal because in the romantic romanticize the view of it it's not a big deal right i would rather see you go on craigslist and hire Ooh, the, the I'm, i know I, I, I am rough to say oh. no i'm totally serious i would rather you go on craigslist and hire a 250 dollars dj than have your cousin do it i 100 percent. i uh don't know what to say of that oh, well unless your cousin is a professional dj that's his job or semi-professional. I mean, but a lot just, of DJs. But just know that, that if that is his job, if this is a hobby or something like that, this is not something people really do for fun. This is what people do for a living. Right. And they have their pride into it. And I'm sure the cousin, cousin Dave will do a, a great job if he if he is doing this prior for other people or something. Yeah, if he have is. Have you seen him do it at other weddings? Right. Is there a resume? Is there, you know, is there some experience with it? And if things go very, very wrong, how are you going to feel about seeing Cousin Dave at Christmas? What if Cousin Dave just bows out two weeks ahead of time? Which can happen because Cousin Dave doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have a contract, but he just met a senior Rita from, you know, mm -hmm. South America and is going to go down there and there he's yeah. off. 
Yeah. Or his kid is in a soccer tournament that weekend, and oh boy, just Sorry. can't miss that. I've seen that happen. Right. And so then you're going to be scrambling anyways. I guess, I mean, obviously you guys know your family better than we do, but you have to be certain that it's going to be okay, that'll be a good fit, and that they're going to show up, and that they're going to play the songs that you want. Because right. sometimes they think it's funny when they put the chicken dance in there and you said no to it. You said, by all means, no. And they're like, ha ha, I'll show you. Right. You know, sometimes that happens too. And usually, you know, cousins don't have backup equipment or, you know, so if things go wrong, I mean, but they, are... you know, what if we just do an iPod and just like an iPod wedding? You can. You can, but then again, just know that that's your expectation. Right. Your expectation is to have that as your music and that setup, not to have um, the expectations of having a masterfully sounded wedding. Right. From an iPod. Right. Photography. That's a tough one. Um, again, I'm going to go back to the absolutely not on your sister. God, please no. No, don't do it to your sister. No. Let no. her be in that wedding. Let her do your hair. Let her be on that bed taking those fake <laughs> pictures of getting ready. Get her that matching monogram yeah, robe. Do it. And, she and deserves put, it probably. And put SOB on the back. Sister of bride. <laughs> oh. That's a thing. No. Yeah. No, I've never seen that. Oh. Well, MOB. Well, that, yes. FOB. Okay. Anyways. Anyway, um, I'm going to say no for your sister. Um... Because she's your sister, first of all. And when it comes to photography, I mean, you guys have all heard the, and the cake is cut and the, the, the dress is in, and all your pictures will be him while you left. Okay, I believe that because I worked in that industry for a long time. However, I understand that not everyone values photography the same. So, bottom line, if you are prepared to have little to none of your photos turn out of your wedding, then go ahead and hire a cousin friend with a real nice camera. All you gotta do is just put it on P for pretty. Put on <laughs> because there are these like letters and numbers on there. Uh, someone told me that once, or like a chart. P for yeah, pretty. P for pretty. Yeah, no. professional. <laughs> so you know, it's really hard because of course, I'm a wedding snob. I am. I mean, but I understand that not. I mean, there are some things I would never spend money on. For myself, I think cars are stupid. I would never spend big money on a car, even Some if I had people, it. That's like their that's like their treat. Right. To runway or to go to the re reception or from the ceremony in a Mustang or right. a seventy two Chevelle or wouldn't occur to me. Whatever. You know, well, and I'm talking to in my personal life. Oh, okay. Like if I was wealthy, I would never buy like a hundred thousand dollar car. I just oh. I can't even imagine that. To me, that's so unimportant. A car just, should get you from point A to point B. I just want a car with a seat warmer. Well, that is nice. Like a really a seat Except warmer. the first time I sat in a car with that, I thought I was peeing myself. <laughs> I think I felt the same way. I was like, oh no! I was like, what is going on here? I am too young for this! I can't start now. Okay. So, um, so yeah, if you have a small photography budget, my advice to you would be to hire a professional for a smaller amount of time. 
Okay, so give me like what what amount of time? Four hours, three hours? I guess it really What's depends. What's the minimum amount of time? I would say if you want getting ready, getting ready, the ceremony and portraits, three hours probably for most photographers. Um, now the problem is, is if you're getting married on June 17th of next year, there aren't a whole lot of photographers that are going to take a three hour gig because they can get an eight or 10 real easy if you're getting married on a Saturday so, in June. So you just go to Craigslist again? Not just Craigslist, but I would check out some discount services. I would check out some art programs, my ad for some up and coming photographers. Okay. I would check, you know, I would check with some photographers. You never know. Some people prefer shorter days okay. um, or have associates that they'd be willing to send out for shorter days. Okay. That way, you know that kind of the bulk important part of your wedding is going to be done. The reception, reception's great, but quite honestly, it's just dancing pictures for the most part. Well, there's the first dance and there are the speeches. Yeah, but the speeches, you know, are just, I mean, if, if you really want the speeches covered, you really should have a videographer because a photographer is just taking a couple key photos okay, of the speeches. Okay, so you're saying that the key areas are going to be getting ready. Getting ready, ceremony, ceremony and portraits. And portraits. What about those people who just like, oh, we just love the candid. Well, then you have to get more hours. Then you have to, you know, full day is considered getting ready through first dance. How many hours is that? Usually eight here. Okay. Eight to ten, depending on what time you're getting married. An hour prior to the ceremony and an hour of dance coverage is what we consider full day. What are some other ways that you think that you can, you know, lessen the bill a little bit? I mean, and this goes against a lot of my things because I really believe that when you hire professionals and that they can usually do most things better than anyone well of course they can. well they can yeah. but like you know for me for my wedding um what wasn't important to me and i apologize for to a lot of people out there was the floral right that's not to me i have a very um unromantic view of flowers mm -hmm. because i'm like well they're just gonna die and why am i spending money on this yes they're beautiful right and i understand that i am in the minority with this I don't think so. Although, strangely, that was the one thing I did want. Right. I wanted, and I wanted a bouquet just because I wanted something to do with my hands. Sure. So, for me, um, that was something that I didn't, I did cut on. And then, um, basically, just said I really didn't care. And my sister just made me this beautiful, beautiful bouquet that she just did. Mm -hmm. And um, it was better than anything that I thought of. But I didn't have really colors I gave her some ideas. Right. Uh, and, and it turned out very nicely. But I think she just literally went to, you know, the flower shop and got some that day. Again, I didn't have a reception. Right. So, so for my centerpieces, um, I mean, but if I had, had I, um, in a previous marriage, I, I made all the time. I did it was a do-it-yourself. You do-it-yourself. Right. Yeah, but do you remember those pigs in a blanket that you had at your wedding? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Those were so good. Oh, my gosh. So, again, I had a very non-traditional wedding. And Kim and her husband now, who was her boyfriend, I guess, at the time, yep. long-time boyfriend, um, she showed up to just take pictures of the wedding because I wasn't going to do anything. With so my she... iPhone. No, 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 I used my real camera. <laughs> <laughs> and we had some 
hors d'oeuvres or appetizers prior. Again, this is so small. And there are some pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. Some little weeny cocktails and croissant rolls. Yeah, and my co- husband is still talking about those. I don't understand why. <laughs> they were literally like croissant. Like, weren't they just like they croissant? They were croissants. Like crescent and rolls? I made them. They were crescent rolls with <laughs> a little... Frank Weenie, what are they called? The little, little cocktail little weenies. Cocktail weenies. Yeah, and I just threw them around there, threw them in the yeah. oven, and they came out, and apparently they're a big he, hit. He can't get over it. He, that is what he remembers from our wedding. Yes. And that's the only thing. What do you want people to remember right. from your wedding? I mean, apparently for me, it was pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. <laughs> um, okay, I would say if I'm telling you to cut something, I would always go to the shorter reception. Um, that's a good one. I love brunch weddings. Okay. You know what? Ah, everybody loves brunch food. You know, as long as it's on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, but you know, I mean, there's no rule that you have to have these twelve-hour days. No, and no, and I agree with that. But I think that on the other end, I think that wedding should end at ten p.m. Absolutely. They should, because you know what? They you get your dancing done, you get it over with, and then you want to go to a bar afterwards. Yeah, or have you an have after, after party. party. And yeah. guess what? You don't have to pay for everyone's booze then. Right. And the people who are going to get drunk will still get drunk, but it is not your responsibility anymore. And you know what? Can I just talk about the biggest ripoff? Okay, here's the thing that pissed me off more than anything else as a vendor. Late night pizza. <laughs> okay. You're going to look me in the eye and tell me that you can't afford a wedding album when you just paid for 250 fucking people to get pizza two hours after you fed them. But you can't afford a wedding album. You just spent $500 on pizza. If they were pigs in a blanket. If they were pigs in a blanket, it would be totally different. (laughs) But that that is, to me the one thing you could absolutely cut out. You don't have to feed people again. I don't know what this trend is, but it's dumb. I agree with you. Um, I do sort of like it as someone participating, not who is the guest. Well, who doesn't love pizza? Okay, but I agree. But no, you make a valid point there. But I think that if you want to you know, save some money, end it at 10 p.m. instead of midnight. Because honestly, that's a very big Midwestern thing is to keep it going Huge. to midnight. It's really midnight. done here. Yeah, East you know, Coast, West Coast, done at 10 Skip the damn chair ties. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You're paying three bucks for something you don't even get to keep. Times 200. But you can't afford a wedding album. (laughs) Kiss my ass. Someone's really upset about this. And also, don't get me going on ice sculptures. Oh, they're so pretty. They're so pretty. Uh, but they're like flowers to me. They're going to die. They're going to melt. I know what they do at the end of the they, night. They, you can't take it home. No. You can't, you can't reuse it. Literally, what we do at the end of the night, we take it, we throw it outside. Throw it outside. We literally throw it outside, and it breaks. Yep. Like, like your heart when you get the bill at the end of the night. <laughs> Exactly. And they're beautiful if you have the means for it. Of course And there's some great talent. But no, if you, yeah. So this is, okay, Broken Bayview. We need to talk. I need more than what you've just given us. So I think you should write back and give us a little bit more detail. Maybe we can help you out. This is where you need to cut. This is where you need to spend. Yeah. You know, then. Tell us what your priorities are. Tell us what your, you know, your non-negotiables are for both you and your fiance. Because there's just there's a lot of things, but I think Kim, you said it right. When you know, you just have to make sure that you guys are on board and that you do do this together. Decide what your non-negotiables are, and um, you know, you don't have to go down the rabbit hole of traditional weddings. There are things that you can do. 
that are different. I've had I had one who's a, a guest at a wedding where they it was a brunch. It was mm-hmm. a and then after that, um, they took pictures. We had well, it was a brunch wedding and then it was so great. Um, and then that night, uh, everyone started took a break. They had a bunch of their friends who weren't coming to the brunch go to a bar downtown in Milwaukee, and then they just they basically bought everyone's first drink, had a couple appetizers, and then just party. I mean, that's great. I mean, especially like considering if you know if you're not dancers. Why are you having a big dance with the DJ if that's not your thing? And some people love it. If they're, you know, a lot of people love it. Like they get down. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are a lot of people. Then then love then to dance. Spend money on the then DJ. Then absolutely. Then cut I one hundred percent believe everyone should have the wedding that they want. And you, I think that is achievable on any budget. And I'm not judging you if you get married at, you know, the big hotel with the fancy ice crystals and the, and the chair ties and the late night pizza. If your budget can allow for it, and if you're not starting your married life off in debt. Yes, 100%. And when in doubt, for appetizers, do pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. I have broken that's, Bayview. That's what we're going to call this episode, pigs, pigs in, in a blanket. blanket. <laughs> broken Bayview, that's the best we could do. Yep. But I think that um, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And you'll get through it. Just talk about Hillary. It'll be all right. Kim, stop that. Sorry. Okay, so this is a, this is a great series. We would love to help you guys out with um, more questions regarding budget and um, our opinions on your budget or things you can cut out. And I mean, there's there's so many different ways to have the wedding that you want without compromising on every single little thing. And the other thing is that it may not sound like it, you know, most people probably would think that Kim is my only friend. But we have lots of friends out there who are professional we a, vendors. We do. We have DJs, photographers, florists, cake people, everyone. And we're going to bring them on. We are. And uh, But we want to hear, who do you want to hear from? Do you want to hear uh, the inside scoop from a lighting person or one of the beautiful and amazing uh, florists in town here? You know, who do you want to get some really good, uh, honest responses from behind the scenes? from yeah 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 that's what we're gonna do so all right well thank you guys so much for listening thanks for uh stopping by <laughs> and episode three pigs in a blanket it's a wrap <laughs> i'd like to sort of make a pig noise like uh, go right ahead no we're good all right <laughs> <laughs> till next time bye everyone bye.